0: so guys welcome back to ADHD remission today we have more of a kind of like a light-hearted I don't know we're gonna be going over two articles um, about diets you should be eating on ADHD um, first one's from Healthline it's called sugar and ADHD uh, what's the connection second one is from the uh, ADHD Association health and nutrition and it says ADHD diet for adults food to eat and avoid uh, we're going to go over the Healthline one first because um, I'm assuming the second one is probably going to a little bit more credit worthy than the first. Um, no hate to anybody who wrote these articles. I would love to have a discussion with you guys if you want to talk to me, but I assume that you uh, might not. Um, but yeah, this is going to be a little bit of a less serious video <laughs> or a less serious episode. So science, and I have not read either of these articles. I just searched them up on Google. And I just opened two, which I think would be interesting. We have credible organizations like the ADDA, and we have Healthline. Um, so I have not read either of these. I'm, just, I'm kind of reading these for the first time. So the science on sugar and ADHD. And you've probably been told by a lot of people that if you have ADHD, you need to not eat sugar. Sugar causes ADHD. I disagree with this. I have an episode on this called High Carb vs. Low Carb for ADHD. Um, soft drinks. Another recent review of studies looked at the link between sugar and soft drink consumption and ADHD symptoms. So, um, before I even look at this study, I know that this is epidemiology, I know that it's observational. Um, this has obvious problems because kids who are going to be exposed to soda, parents who are going to let their kids drink soda, are also going to be letting them doing other things like um, eating fried food and um, general less healthy lifestyle choices which could lead to more ADHD. Kids who are going to drink a lot less soda probably have stricter parents who are not going to expose them to as many Um So, yeah. Systematic review and meta analysis Okay, this is epidemiology. Um, according to the results, increased consumption of sugar and sugar-sweetened beverages caused an increase in ADHD symptoms. Now, I'm not sure why they use language like this. I really don't understand it. Um, it does not... That's not what it shows... I haven't even read it, but that's not what it shows. It does not show that it causes an increase in ADHD symptoms. It shows that it's correlated with an... I, like, I don't... And again, I don't, I don't mean any hate to people who write these articles, but if you're going to take an observational study and then, you know, you say, oh, this, this caused it. Like, how can you say that? I don't, I don't understand it. Um, but yeah, no, this is not necessarily what causes. it. Maybe it's what caused it. Um, But it's not necessarily what caused it Um, It's just looking at kids who drink more soda and then looking at the rates of ADHD Does not necessarily mean that the soda is causing ADHD although I do think that soda um, If you're gonna eat very high glycemic carbohydrates, and then you're not really gonna move around You're probably gonna get insulin resistance, which is gonna cause brain inflammation, which is going to lower dopamine, which is gonna um, cause ADHD so in that case it could cause ADHD but sugar in and of itself soft drinks in and of itself do not cause ADHD Um, I think it's irresponsible that they say it it caused an increase in ADG symptoms instead of just saying it's correlated with the uh, increase in ADHD symptoms. Okay, at least they say, however, the study noted that more research is needed to account for other potential factors. That's good that they wrote that. Um, Next one is sucrose. So if you don't know what sucrose is, it's kind of like like table sugar, like cane sugar. And it occurs in some fruits, but it's mostly um, table sugar. So, although these study results indicate that there's a negative relationship between sugar intake and ADHD, not all studies support this. In one 2019 study, researchers investigated whether sucrose consumption was related to the development of ADHD. Results of the study found that among children aged 6 to 11, increased sucrose consumption wasn't associated with an increased risk of ADHD, although sucrose is only one type of sugar. Yeah, so, at least you're saying associated here. So, again... Um, associative studies, although this is obviously going to be the the main kind of studies because it takes no money to um, produce, but I think interventional studies are going to be much higher quality than observational studies. Um, observational studies are just going to be completely confounded by so many uncontrollable factors, health user bias. Um, for example, the whole thing with saturated fat, the whole thing with red meat. The reason they said it caused heart disease, um, there's a couple of mechanisms that they present. I don't agree with them, but the main reason that they said that it caused heart disease is because People who eat more animal protein, people who eat more red meat, have more heart disease. Um, this does not indicate causation. It just means... I want you to imagine the average American who eats red meat and the average American who's, you know, like a freaking vegan. <laughs> First one, probably, you know, grilling, cooking out, um, you know, probably charring their meat, uh, probably, you know, maybe smoking cigarettes, maybe smoking <laughs> some other substances, <laughs> uh, maybe riding motorcycles, maybe, you know, drinking alcohol. Uh, and then a the vegan probably you know freaking doing yoga um <laughs> it's it's that's what that's what health user biases. It's kind of it's the same thing I said about the 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 soft drinks. People who don't eat soft drinks are more likely to have other um healthy behaviors. I don't recommend that you drink soft drinks but um I don't agree with this connection between sugar. Artificial additives so it's also been suggested that artificial additives may negatively impact ADHD symptoms, however much of the research on this topic appears to be biased or flawed. For example, a 2015 review of studies looked at 24 studies on artificial food coloring and 10 additional studies on dietary restrictions for ADHD. Although dietary restrictions seem to be beneficial for some children with ADHD, the available studies on the link between AFC and ADHD were weak. So this is one that I actually don't agree with, um, they're saying that it's, it's weak. Um, I think that it's very important in this society that we live in where science is greatly, greatly underfunded, um, and science that does occur is usually paid for, um, I think we should be trying to use logic. And logically, we know that, um, a contaminant in food colorings, especially the, uh, the, um, the famous red 40 benzidine, um, causes hyperactivity reactions because it's allergic, right? um. I don't think that this is, there's not really much room for, yeah, the epidemiology, not strong. Epidemia in general is not going to produce very strong results that are correct. Um, So, you know, and this is what the mainstream health organizations are going to go off. They're going to go off epidemiology every single time. I don't know why. Um, I Honestly, I would probably trust an animal study more than uh, these epidemiology studies, which are just not really controllable. I do believe that uh, food colorings and artificial additives. I do believe food colorings, not only they're, they're not only they're allergens, they're also endocrine disruptors, um, which lower androgens. Talk about androgens every episode. Um, that's going to be bad for ADHD. Androgens are very important for dopamine production, um, and they're going to be in, they're going to increase blood, brain inflammation. Um, preservatives like uh, benzoic acid, so like sodium benzoate, potassium benzoate. Um, those are endocrine disruptors. They're made from petroleum. Um, what else? basically any synthetic food additive is probably going to have negative overall effects for adhd um, these food colorings are especially bad uh, because they have benzene so adhd and sugar addiction um, one 2010, ren- 2010 review discusses the potential link between adhd and overeating which made extend sugar addiction i agree with this i think that adhd can cause sugar addiction just because um you know Low dopamine state, and then you have sugar, which is very dopamine and that could lead to sugar, um, sugar addiction. ADHD and caffeine. Uh, okay, this. I'm not uh, glad this is actually not. This is a bad article. I should have just. I, like, I'm, okay, I'm sorry. I should have read these before I came on here. Um, I try to be authentic. Maybe that's not the best approach, coming to a podcast. Um, this one. This, okay, we're moving on to the next article. So, health and nutrition. Um, ADDA. This is a reputable organization. Um, the ADHD Diet for Adults: Foods Eat and Avoid. Um, and I actually do not know much. I know that this is a, a kind of credible organization. I don't really. I haven't read a lot of their stuff. I've, I think I've read like a couple articles. Um, I've not read this article. Um, I'm, I'm guessing before I go in that this is probably going to be you know just more epidemiology. It's probably gonna be the Mediterranean diet. Um, yeah, let's hop into it. So. No offense to whoever wrote this. Again, I don't mean to. I don't mean to come across to egotistical, because I'm seventeen. Okay, I'm only seventeen. Obviously, I did not spend like eight years in medical school or whatever. Um, so I'm not saying I'm like superior. Like, oh, you fuck. Or, oh, I can't say that. <laughs> um, I'm not trying to sound egotistical. If someone disagrees with me, I'd love to have a conversation with anyone who disagrees with me. ADHDRemission at gmail.com. Love to have a conversation with you if you disagree with me. Uh, I'm just speaking off. My personal experience and what I've seen in the literature, I believe that a lot of this literature is corrupted or um, it's just not very high quality. So, and I don't mean articles like this, I mean like the science that, well the science that informs articles like this. So, there are no official dietary guidelines or recommendations for adults with ADHD, so the best ADHD diet is the one that doctors recommend for many others to maintain ideal health, nutrition, and well-being. Oh boy. <laughs> so, <laughs> I can already kind of see where this is going. Um, yeah. Yeah. Let's just, let's get was good. So, a good ADHD diet is well-balanced, generous portion of fruits and vegetables paired with whole grains, healthy fats, and proteins. Uh. <laughs> All right, this diet ensures your nutritional needs are met and helps keep your mind and body in their best state. Keep in mind, whatever, 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 whatever. So, what what should it include? To experience the best benefits, an optimal ADHD diet consists of the following: fruits and vegetables. Some research suggests that so the symptoms of inattention associated with ADHD may improve with increased consumption of fruits and vegetables. According to the CDC... Okay, I don't care what the CDC says. So, let's see, let's see what this is based on. Oh, no, man. Okay. Attention deficit hyperactivity disorder symptoms and dietary habits in adulthood. A large population-based twin study in Sweden. So, if you can't tell by the title, that is observational. That is epidemiology. Not a big fan of epidemiology for um, nutrition. The reason for this, like I said earlier, a lot of confounding factors. Um, people who eat more fruits and vegetables are more likely to be living a healthy lifestyle. People who eat low amounts of fruits and vegetables are less likely, they're more likely to be living in an unhealthy and you know higher exposure to dopaminergics. Um, and especially for kids in poor areas, they're going to have less access to fruits and vegetables. We see a lot of these rich kids um, in better environments. They have more access to better food, so I mean, they, there's not really. I don't think there's any causation here. Um, fruits? No, I wouldn't even. I wouldn't even say fruits. I, I am mean, definitely. I, I definitely would not. I, I don't see any mechanism for vegetables helping ADHD, um, besides you know, kind of slightly decreasing excess estrogen. Um, fruits, fruits. I think are, you need to be eating fruit. This is very good, but. Fruits, like, and there's not really anything like special about fruit. There's nothing, it's not like the plant chemicals or you know, like whatever, like phyton, whatever benefits. That's not, I don't believe that that's what's um, causative here. I think the thing that's causative, there's nothing really causative here. It's just um, socioeconomic factors and uh, health user bias, as I stated earlier. Complex carbohydrates, okay. Uh, <laughs> complex carbohydrates are found in many foods, including. Fruits like apples, kiwis, and berries, whole grains such as oatmeal, which is going to be detrimental to the gut in many people, brown rice, which is going to be detrimental to the gut in many people, quinoa, same thing, barley, and barley has gluten, same thing, and whole wheat bread or pasta, Um, those last two have gluten, which is a more potent lectin, which is going to cause a lot of problems, Um, so, yeah, I don't know about that. Again, speaking from experience, I saw a great reduction in brain fog once I you know got rid of these um, whole grains not a fan of whole grains for ADHD Um, I don't actually think that they really have any health benefits the only reason that people really say is because the fiber Um, not so convinced on fiber for ADHD Um, fiber is serotonergic and it's anti-androgenic and I don't see anything really special about fiber that would decrease ADHD I'm sure, I'm 100% sure that you could find some observational study that shows that kids who eat more fiber have less ADHD, again, that's probably, the fiber is probably not a cause of it there, um, I disagree with me. I'd love to have a conversation with you, and when I, I, I don't know if I'm going to talk about other people's articles as much, because I really don't like to hate on people, I really don't like to, you know, be out here like being negative, but, um, so if, if anyone, if anyone, I, I'm trying to stay humble here, um, I mean, if you disagree with me, love to have a conversation so not a fan of whole grains, That's especially not just the fiber, but the lectins and all the gut irritants are going to raise serotonin a lot, which is going to be detrimental for your dopamine levels, which is the most important thing in ADHD. So legumes such as peas, beans, and lentils, and this is one thing that people are going to bring up. Oh, lectins get degraded with heat. Um, not fully, only about like, you know, in something like 50, 70%. It, 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 it ranges, right? Um, with, with beans, it, it doesn't happen. Um, beans, the lectins don't really get degraded much at all, um, and those are you know, very irritating to your gut. Is why people, you know, have to poop after they eat beans. And then once they've been eating beans for a long time, or you know, a lot of Africans are able to eat beans and be tolerant to that because their guts are more tolerant to lectins. And I think that these people may live in a higher serotonin state, which for many people is likely um, not beneficial for ADHD. So these types of complex carbohydrates are less likely to spike your blood sugar levels, which I don't think is really causing ADHD, and help help keeping you fuller for longer, which may improve your focus and attention. Yeah. Eh, I don't know. By avoiding simple carbohydrates like sugar and white flour, you may reduce specific ADHD symptoms. I don't agree with that. I think that the reason that um, we see that, is Again, it's, it's epidemiology, it's observational, but there is a little bit of causality in sugar and white flour and ADHD to the extent that um, kids are not moving after and then they're creating insulin resistance, which creates brain inflammation. Um, protein-rich foods. Okay, this is true because um, amino acids are the kind of foundation of... Why am I blanking? Neurotransmitters, like dopamine, very important. Um, Protein-rich foods include eggs, lean meat, milk, cheese, nuts, soy. You should not be eating soy. Um, Soy, the reason we grow, I wonder why we grow so much soy and corn in this country. is to feed the animals. It makes the animals maximally fat. That's the whole reason that we grow soy and corn. I do not think you should be eating soy very high in polyunsaturated fats. That's going to not be good for your dopamine. Not going to be good for your androgens. It's going to raise your serotonin a lot. Um, these are not good things for ADHD, and soy also, soy protein is like, I think like 70%, maybe even 60% bioavailability, so you're not really getting much um, <laughs> amino acids from that, and low-fat yogurt. Okay, these foods can help maintain a feeling of fullness and prevent spikes in blood sugar levels. Uh, prevent? Okay, where are you... Some research also found that having a protein-rich breakfast can help enhance mood, attention, and alertness. Yeah, I would agree with this. I think that one thing that they um, strangely leave out is gelatin is a very good source protein for ADHD because um, it contains lots of glycine, and meat contains um, methionine, cysteine, and uh, there's one more. There's one more that I'm not thinking of. Um, it contains some amino acids, which are kind of inflammatory, which will be balanced out by, um, and it has, oh yeah, tryptophan, Tryptophan tryptophan's last one I'm thinking about, tryptophan's kind of inflammatory, um, tryptophan, the problem with tryptophan is people get extra tryptophan, they're going to have high serotonin, so one thing you can do, um, gelatin, collagen protein has no tryptophan, so I'd recommend that you have a good amount of your protein, be from, you know, bone broth or maybe some other source of, um, collagen. Although a lot of collagen is very expensive, so I would um, argue that you just go, with, or recommend that you just go with bone broth. And I'll go with beef bones over chicken bones because chicken bones are, um, they're, chickens are not as good as filtering out toxins. So if you're gonna get like a medium grade, um, bone, I'll go with the, do with the beef. Um, healthy fats. Okay, this is, <laughs> this is where I'm really gonna have to disagree with you. Um, ADD.org. I'm sorry, but this is, um, this is—I'm pretty. This is not going to go. well. Healthy fats such as omega three and omega six fatty acids. Oh my God, may help support your heart health, memory, and immune function. Uh, I think they're wrong. All three counts there. And I think that these are especially bad for ADHD. So foods rich in omega three and omega six fatty acids include fatty fish such as salmon, tuna, and mackerel. As I talked about in the previous episode, um, fish are just loaded to the brim with endocrine disruptors now 2023 is not a great time to be eating fatty fish if you're eating fish i'd recommend that you get it leaner um we talked about some a lot of male fish um actually are literally just producing eggs it's it's, i feel bad i'm gone in 2023 it's good not to be a fish i mean man fish they got hard (laughs) so fish are gonna be top to the brim with endocrine receptors. Those are not good for ADHD. Um, Foods which in omega-3 and omega-6 fatty acids include fatty fish, soybean, walnuts, flax seeds, tofu, chia seeds, and avocados. I think it's ironic that they put soybean here. Um, And this is weird that these mainstream health organizations um, promote soy as the superfood when the whole reason that we started growing it is because it makes the animals maximally fat. By destroying their metabolism. How does it destroy the metabolism? Well, um, it's one of the highest source of these, you know, heart-healthy <laughs> omega-6 fatty acids, which, um, unfortunately, destroy dopamine levels, destroy thyroid levels, increase serotonin, in the ton. Um, they just cut metabolism to the point that the animals just have no metabolism at all, and no energy, they don't want to move around, so they just burn the least amount of calories possible. Somehow... They have convinced us to start eating this food, which, I'll remind you, we grow it to make animals fat um, when animals are... In, this is one thing that's never made sense to me. Um, when you look at grass-fed versus grain-fed, what's the main difference? Um, grass-fed beef has less polyunsaturated fatty acids, and it has a higher omega-3 to omega-6 ratio. So, um, I mean, the reason they feed them grains, the reason they feed them soy is because it makes them fatter. Why does it make them fatter? Because... Omega 6 destroys metabolism. Omega 3 is not great for metabolism either. Omega 6, linoleic acid, is especially terrible for metabolism. So, soybean, soy is not something, soybean is not something you're going to be wanting to eat on the sheet. Neither is fatty fish, neither is walnuts, <laughs> neither is flax seeds, neither is tofu, which is soy, neither is chia seeds and avocados. What? All right, I don't, I, 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 I'm sorry, my ego's coming out a little bit. Um, they said it's rich in omega 3 and omega 6 fatty acids avocados are not rich in omega-3 or m- omega-6 fatty acids. They're rich in omega-9, monounsaturated fatty acids. Avocados are pretty good. I would recommend you eat those. Um, it's not, you can go either way. If you like them, eat them. Some research also suggests that omega-3 and omega-6 fatty acids may help improve hyperactivity, impulsivity, and attention symptoms in the AHG. That's interesting. Let's look at it. Do omega-3 fatty acids... Do omega three six fatty acids have a therapeutic role in children and young people with ADHD? Um, oh no, it's a systematic review. Oh, these are randomized controlled trials. Wait, hold on. What? Okay, this is actually sick. This is wait. This is an interventional. Oh my god. Oh my god. Wait, okay, hold on. Okay, so four studies used supplements in- containing a 9 to 3 to 1 ratio of EPA to DHA to uh, GLA, which is gamma-linolenic acid, um, which appeared effective at improving uh, erythrocyte levels. Supplementation with this ratio of fatty acids also showed promise as an injunctive therapy to traditional medications, lowering the dose and improving the compliance of medications such as methylphenidate. That's good. I used to take methylphenidate. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think that this probably has more to do with just correcting the omega-6 to omega-3 ratio, because as you see, we have a 9 to 3 to 1 ratio of EPA, which is an omega-3, to DHA, which is an omega-3, and um, GLA, which is an omega-6. I'm pretty sure GLA is an omega-6. I'm not going to look it up. I already know this. Which appeared effective and proving, yeah, okay. Conclusion, ADHD is frequent and debilitating childhood condition, giving disparaging feelings, Towards psychostimulant medications, omega-36 fatty acids offer great promise as suitable adjunctive therapy for ADHD. That is very interesting. I didn't expect to find an actual um, interventional study here. Um, Hmm. That's awesome. I think that, again, I think that has more, I think that has less to do with the fact that um, these are polyunsaturated fatty acids. I think it has more to do with the fact that um, they are kind of correcting the ratios here. I don't think that these are really good for ADHD, omega-3s, and omega-6s because they're, um, they're very serotonergic, and they're very anti-androgenic and anti dopaminergic, which androgens and dopamines very important for ADHD because androgens increase dopamine. Foods you should avoid... Okay, no, this one is going to be the best. Where, where are we at? We're at 23 minutes. All right. Foods you should avoid with ADHD. This is going to be the best part, too. In general, limiting the intake of foods high in sugar, and eh, sometimes true, unhealthy, uh, parentheses, saturated fats... <laughs> and simple carbohydrates is best. ADD.org. I really have a bone to pick with ADD.org at this point. Do not be talking bad about saturated fats. Okay? Saturated fats. Oh, God. Saturated fats increase dopamine, increase androgens, and lower serotonin. How could this be bad for ADHD? How? How, how, how? Um. You know, next episode is gonna be on saturated fat by itself because this is giving me a reason to. It. Again, ADD.org. Don't mean to sound, you know, egotistical, but I really have good intentions with this. All right, sugary foods. So, yeah, they're they're just they're still talking about. Um, I, I just want to skip to the unhealthy fats. A high fat diet may be associated with symptoms of inattention and ADHD. And then they have the reference here. Let's look at. It. Okay, so. I'm just gonna skip to the conclusion. I haven't, I haven't looked at any of this. Uh, I'm not gonna, yeah, I'm not gonna read the study. I'm assuming that high fat is epidemiology, and that is probably having to do with high PUFA. Um, I do think that high fats, more fats, is going to cause more insulin resistance because a lot of fats are polyunsaturated, which cause um, the Randall cycle, which is kind of, you know, fatty acids in the bloodstream block glucose uptake. Glucose in the bloodstream blocks fatty acid uptake. So, um, yeah. Uh, Oh, the author received funding from Equazin. What is that? Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, no, this is, this is the last one. So, Nutraceuticals limited. Um, okay, so this is kind of just industry research. Um, this is an omega-3, omega-6 supplement. And um, they funded the study to show that omega-3 and omega-6 supplements were beneficial. Um, that's conflict of interest, in my opinion. But, I mean, the studies did show positive outcomes, so maybe that's not so bad. So, unhealthy fats... Additionally, overconsumption of unhealthy saturated fats may increase your risk of heart conditions and memory problems. I disagree with that. They have a rec- they have a, um, a freaking video. They have a, a reference here we're gonna look at habitual fat intake predicts memory function in younger women. That word predicts that means that it's observational, um, and that's probably because poor people tend to eat more saturated fats. Uh, more wealthy people, more uh, well-off people, tend to follow. You know this heart-healthy diet that they're putting out Um, sources of fat that are best avoided include fried foods fried foods are not high in saturated fat fried foods are high in polyunsaturated fat because they're cooked with seed oils Um, processed meat I would agree with that has nitrate which is precursor to free radical nitric oxide Um, butter don't agree with that high fat dairy products don't agree with that and heavy cream just agree with that Vitamins and minerals for your ADHD diet. So, we have iron. Some research shows that iron supplementation may, be, may improve symptoms of ADHD, though more studies are needed to confirm these findings in adults. Um, yeah, I agree with this. Um, as I went over my introduction to nutrient deficiency, 1.2 billion people worldwide are deficient in iron. That is unacceptable. Um, if zinc Zinc is very dopaminergic and serotonergic and, and- androgenic. We have omega-3 fatty acids, don't necessarily agree with this. Um, Although, it might, I think it could have benefits in, uh, I think it definitely could have benefits, actually, in populations that uh, are high in omega-6, but uh, in populations that are not high in omega-6, probably not going to have that much benefits. So, mm -hmm. reducing oxidative stress, which is shown to be increased in ADHD. Mm -hmm. Has it... I guess it would, because yeah, it would. Because brain inflammation is caused by oxidative stress. Okay. Yeah, that's reasonable. Omega 3 fatty acids are anti inflammatory. Um, I'm not hating on them necessarily, but when you get too many of them, then they start to cause problems with your androgen receptor and your serotonin. Um, Omega 3 supplements should not replace your usual ADHD medications. That's true. Vitamin D supplements. Okay, vitamin D, that's true. Magnesium. These are actually basically the same thing as I said in my video. Um, Hmm. Increase your intake of fruits, vegetables, whole grains, and healthy proteins while limiting sugar, refined carbs, and saturated fats. Um, <laughs> that's basically the conclusion. So, um, again, this is kind of a more lighthearted episode where, you know, I'm uh, we reviewed the sugar article, which I disagree with a little bit, and then we reviewed the um, ADHD organiz the ADHD Association. I actually haven't really looked into this uh, organization, ADDA. So. I disagree with their article. I think that they're promoting many things, especially unsaturated fats, which are have been shown to be anti-dopaminergic. And things that are anti-dopaminergic are not going to be good for ADHD. Um, no matter what the kind of observational studies show, because those are not necessarily confounded by research bias, but they're confounded by the fact that people who are, um, they care more about their health, they're going to follow the health guidelines, and the health guidelines are to eat more um, unsaturated fats. So a healthy person who's going to eat unsaturated fats is going to be more healthy than um, someone who doesn't care about health and eats about saturated fats and um, hasn't having like cookouts and smoking cigarettes. So, Alright, this is actually not really a big organization. Um, it's cool what they're doing. I think it's important that we have associations for ADHD. I think it's an under-discussed condition. Um, There's not enough help for it, in my opinion. I think people would just like to think that it's really genetic and inevitable that we're going to have it. But I disagree. And this whole point of this podcast, that my goal here is to help you remiss your ADHD as much as possible. Or in some cases, if you really want to go the extra mile, like me, you can actually fully remiss your ADHD. I don't take any medication. Zero milligrams of Concerta down from 100 um, or 56. Um, But yeah. I don't mean to offend anyone here. If anyone has any contentions, email me, adhgremission at gmail.com. Or, yeah, com. But, yeah, have a good day. And don't listen to this unsaturated fast stuff. I don't agree with it. (laughs) Alright, have a good day.